Good morning. This is Giannis Jackson, host of the Sunday Chronicle. Thank you for joining us on this Sunday morning on Stacks 92.1. Today we are sitting with Miss Marilyn Rogers, or Mrs., excuse me, Mrs. Marilyn Rogers, formerly Plummer, and she is the chairperson of the Lansing Juneteenth Celebration and Committee. I am so honored to have her here today, just um, in connection, all the, the opportunity to be able to see her work in the community and learn from her her and our families working together. So it's just an honor and a privilege to have her here in this capacity amongst the the many things that she does for the community. Again, I'm honored. Um, I'm going to give the floor to Mrs. Plummer so she can tell you a little bit about herself, a little bit about the Juneteenth celebration and the committee, as well as some of her personal endeavors. So uh, Marilyn, it's so good to have you here today. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having me, Giannis. It's a wonderful opportunity to come and share with the Lansing public, our community. And I know that uh, your listening audience goes beyond Lansing. So we're just happy to be able to share uh, an opportunity to, uh, to educate uh, everyone um, about Juneteenth and the recent happenings um, about Juneteenth. Um, I think that, um, if I may just go into a little bit about the history yes, of please. Juneteenth. First of all, June 19th, 1865 was the inception or the origination of Juneteenth. Okay. And so the reason it's coined Juneteenth is because that is the day, June 19th, um, more or less slaying Juneteenth, mm-hmm. uh, 1865, is when the announcement of General Order Number 3, which was um, an order uh, that was handed down from the President Lincoln uh, at that time to his um, Civil Civil War um, commanding officers, General Gordon Granger, um, that the enforcement of the uh, Emancipation Proclamation was restated as general order number three to the slaves, the enslaved, uh, excuse me, in Galveston, Texas. So that announcement was read. Um, As I learned a little bit more about um, Galveston, um, it is an island. Um, It is when General Granger was coming in from the ship, from the boat to land. Mm -hmm. And the United States colored troops were his backup. And so it was a monumental day of that announcement that uh, indeed all enslaved people are considered free from this point on. Now um, their freedom was again restated and declared. And so because it happened on June 19th, 1865, excuse me, 1865, um, Juneteenth was coined as Juneteenth Day, Juneteenth Freedom Day. Okay. Uh, Juneteenth Emancipation Day. It's called a number of things depending on where in the country that you are yes. and when the news reached. So Juneteenth Day for uh, the state of Texas, um, it occurred two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation. Okay. So there's all kinds of myths and stories of why it took so long for that pronunciation of the restatement um, of that the enslaved were free. And so that is why General Order Number Three uh, was read on uh, June 19th, 1865. It was a Sunday. It was also um, Father's Day. 
you said general order. Now, what is a general order? I just want to uh, make it clear for my audience. Okay. So general order, and it was general order number three, was kind of like a declaration. It was a document issued by the government. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So at that time, during the uh, Civil War, um, the declarations, um, orders coming down from the general commanders, from the president. So therefore, it was an official document, U.S. document. And it is available. If you were to Google that, you will find the actual language. Um, So after it was read, it was handed down um, to uh, commanding officers that they put it in a prominent place. So it was posted on the door of the church. It was Sunday. So all of the uh, newly free people were going to go to church and they were going to read general order number three for themselves and be jubilant um, about the statement of their freedom. So this is what the the celebration comes from this and this this is why we have these events all over the country. Yes. Okay so is this a national holiday? Thank goodness it is a national holiday. We have been pushing advocating um, for years for the Lansing Juneteenth Committee. This is our 29th year of the celebration. That's awesome. We have been. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We have been advocating for this for many, many years. Um, So uh, the national group behind the push and it took a lot of people. Um, So when we think about it, um, our Michigan congressional members uh, had an opportunity to vote uh, to have um, Senate bill, and I want to say it's 345, um, before Congress to vote um, that Juneteenth National Freedom Day be a national federal holiday. So it changed the scope of allowing people to know, and many people recognize a holiday as a day off. But as we say on ML King Day, it's a day on. But but however, for uh, governmental employees, um, it is now a national holiday. They do not have to work on that Monday um, following uh, if the holiday is on Sunday. So this year. That's significant. I mean, to look up and see that on the calendar. Yes. I know that's a good feeling. It's a great feeling. And so as um, our region is recognizing it, and I know the city of Lansing uh, for um, talking to Mayor Shore, uh, it was uh, instituted um, and recognized on their calendar that uh, Juneteenth uh, Day is being recognized. And so they have the following Monday off because Juneteenth Day um, lands on Sunday. Yeah. And so I've traveled the region. And so everybody is pretty jubilant uh, about that. Because now, when did that happen um, for Lansing? Um, well, actually, for the nation, it happened when President Biden signed the legislation last year, June 17th, okay, 2021. Okay, so 2021 for the right. nation. So it's the first anniversary. anniversary but the second celebration okay okay and then regionally there is something it was recognized in in lansing well yes so regionally because of last year's um uh enactment of uh the legislation in the new holiday juneteenth celebration committees and celebrations are springing up all over the region so um with that uh the lansing juneteenth uh committee was approached about a collaborative uh, effort to come together so that we could recognize what's going on in the Lansing, greater Lansing region. Okay, so it's not just Lansing. Now you have expanded to work with other 
Juneteenth organizations within this region right. and partner. Right. So we just try to be supportive as we've all learned how we're going to celebrate throughout the region. And so um, this is not new to me. Um, I've served as the the Michigan state of Michigan's coordinator um, for the National Juneteenth Observance Foundation, where you reach out to other cities, uh, government, local governments in our state to learn who is celebrating Juneteenth. Do you need help? How are things going? So because of our history of 29 years, we have some great experience behind us. We, you know, had uh, overcome some stumbling blocks and some challenges Mm -hmm. as to what to do, how to do, how to work with your local government, how to bring in your local community uh, leaders and organizations and empower them to become a part of this great, uh, fantastic celebration that represents freedom uh, to be inclusive of all people. Yes. And I'm so just I want to celebrate with you because I've seen this grow. I've seen this grow since I was a little girl. This parade has grown and to see the organizations that you are working with. You've been able to pull out people that I just don't see at every event. Mm -hmm. And um, there's stuff for the children. There are health resources. And it looks like it, it, it spans about a week or no more than a week because you have the scholarship competition. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to ask you how it benefits the community, but it's all laid out on the on the on the flyer here. Mm-hmm. So you have that again, the, the Dr. Eva L. Evans Juneteenth essay and scholarship competition. Now, that was from February 27th to April 23rd, so it has passed. Uh-huh. But um, I remember seeing a lot about that, and that's something. How long has that been going on? That's been going on now for about eight years. Eight years, um, okay. Mm-hmm. So um, we had some very uh, strong, instrumental members uh, who joined us in years past that felt that by educating our young people, Um, and to have an essay contest um, competition um, that would reward them for learning, Um, learning how to do the research, learning how to um, be a speaker, you know, public speakers by way of this essay contest. So we want to develop, we want to put our resources in our young people because they, of course, are our today, tomorrow, our future. Yes. And so we certainly want them involved. And so it has grown over the years. Um, We had a little setback, of course, everyone did during the the COVID year. Yes. Um, yes. But this year we're happy to honor and to name the contest after uh, Dr. Eva L. Evans, who was certainly instrumental um, in the Lansing School District Mm -hmm. here in the city, um, who has now passed and gone on. And we have a building in name of her honor. And so we try to um, pull leaders um, that people will know and can identify with locally as we label this contest every year for someone special that uh, children, um, adults can identify here in our local area. Okay. And, um, and thank you for sharing that because this is the reason that we have this show. I look at this and or, or, or it is a platform for the community. We go on sponsorship, you know, and we are um, 
we're we're reaching out to the community so we can continue to support events like this and support leaders such as yourself and um, we want to connect people with resources and information because we know when when people can meet their basic needs right by connecting with those resources they Mm -hmm. can get out of survival mode and then they can contribute they can be productive for themselves and for others right right so that's why we're doing this and that's why we urge our listeners our leaders to continue to help us here um, in partnership with stacks 92 one they allow us this space at a, a very reasonable rate so we can connect the community we are working to sew the fabric of the community together because to because because community knows what community needs and, and how can can one hear without a platform or someone to speak on their behalf? They, they We must have a voice. So I am urging my leaders, my community members, people doing things in the community to come forward to talk about what's going on because we have to continue to work together. We shouldn't look for someone to come save us, but we have to sew together the fabric of the community and learn how to pull our resources and move forward as a community that is the objective and so I again want to thank uh, Miss Marilyn Rogers, Mrs. Marilyn Rogers, <laughs> along with Stacks 92.1 for this moment to share this news, this good news with people. And if you would like to get in contact with me or someone from the Chronicle News, you can visit our website, www.thechronicalenews.com. You can always, or you can inbox us on Facebook. That's The Chronicle News 86. So facebook.com slash The Chronicle News 86 on Twitter as well as the Chronicle News 86 as well as on Instagram but we are looking for sponsors we are looking for people who want to come on and just spread the word you know we're looking for advocates in the community and again I want to shift uh, my attention back to my guest, Marilyn Rogers she is the chair of the Lansing Juneteenth Committee and celebration and we're here again not only to have her share some information on us but we are here to honor her for her work and accomplishments in the community not needing a uh, big title to to contribute all that she has so um thank you and we're gonna move down this um list here pretty quickly and i wanted to touch on each thing in detail and 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 also, after that, I, just so we can have a short preview, I want to hear about a little bit about your personal endeavors, some of the other things that you're doing in the community, maybe a little bit about family. I don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. get in there too much and get too much <laughs> info, but I just want to, I, I love to hear about the personal things, mm-hmm. the things that people enjoy. So I'm going to go down this list and then we're going to talk about a little bit at the, what gets at the heart of Maryland, okay. right? Yes. Okay. So it looks like uh, we have the uh, Saturday, June 11th, the commemorative ball game, the tr- uh, tribute to the Negro Leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, J- uh, Thursday, June 10th, te- uh, excuse me, Thursday, June 16th is the Capital City Kickoff Ceremony, Essay Contest, and uh, Scholarships Awards. 
Friday and Saturday, June 17th and 18th is the Juneteenth Freedom Festival activities as well as the African American Parade. And Sunday, June 19th is the Juneteenth Day of Recognition. So if you, you know, just briefly want to touch on these or you can combine it all and kind of do an overview to kind of say what these are and how people might be able to connect to you or participate in these Mm -hmm. things. Okay, Giannis. Yes, I'd be happy to. And I know that's a mouthful. It's a lot. We're excited that we've been able to expand Juneteenth 2022 to um, these these days and these activities, because typically we've done three days in the past. But now we have just expanded to um, these four active days and also the pre uh, celebration activities so we're, we're overjoyed about that so I will give you just a little briefing about each particular day and should you um, you need to know more more than what I can say today I'm going to direct you to our website which is Lansing Juneteenth celebration.org and at the uh, website you're able to obtain all of our history the founding of the committee um, again it's been 20 years. We are, Our inception was 1993, the first celebration in Lansing. So we're just proud to be able to host, so on behalf of myself, um, Peers, which is our nonprofit entity that allows Juneteenth to celebrate in such a manner and to gain um, wonderful sponsors such as the uh, Chronicle uh, newspaper and others so that this event can take place. It is open and free to the public. Uh, and so we I welcome you. On Saturday, June 11th, is our commemorative ball game, which is the tribute to the Negro Leagues. It's a part of a historical recognition. And again, on Juneteenth Day, June 19th, 1865, one of the uh, celebration activities that um, families did, they had picnics and they um, celebrated by having a ball game. Uh, So baseball, softball, but um, however, uh, that's some of the activities that they did. So we like to say that Juneteenth is where the reunion begins. We do traditions, but also we bring, you know, uh, entertainment and activities that apply to our common day life today. Yes. We do believe in educating the community, um, bringing resources that we feel that the community would like to know more about. So this game... Um, it is a tribute to the Negro Leagues, and um, so we always honor um, the legacy of the Negro Leagues. Mm-hmm. And um, this year is the 75th year that Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier in baseball. Okay. So this year's tribute will be in recognition of Jackie Robinson's uh, efforts, um, his diligence, his patience to bring uh, his abilities and those of other black pay- players to the national team. Now, this is so, this is yeah, good. it is powerful. Now, I have a question, Marilyn. Okay, are uh, are you going to make shirts this year for the for the? Uh, we we do have uh, T-shirts. Yes, everybody okay. loves, and we we change those. Um, they're symbolic of the theme See, of the year. My question is, can I get a shirt? That's that's what I was yes, going to ask. Yes, ma'am. Get, <laughs> I'm not going home back from that. I want a shirt. Not at all. Want, we will bless you with the T-shirt. I love my two T-shirts. Right. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes, thank you. That's, yes. that's that's what I was waiting for right there. That's the whole reason. No, no, I'm just. I'm no, just. We are happy. We are happy. 
and proud to uh, share those blessings and uh, we will make sure that you get a t-shirt. Well, thank you. I just, I would be honored. Absolutely. I, thank you. Again, I want to check in with my audience here and let you know that this is Giannis Jackson, <laughs> the host of the Sunday Chronicle coming to you from Stax 92.1. We are here today talking to Miss Marilyn Rogers. She is the chair the sole chair of the Juneteenth Committee and Celebration. And this year, they're doing some great things, some very interesting things, and it is relevant to the community. This is the community in action. And we are letting our leadership know what is important to us. We are letting people know that this is a significant part of our history, and it serves as a point of self-identity, which is important to our race and our culture as we rebuild as a society, as a community within ourselves. And so with that being said, speaking of community, since we're doing all of this for community, you know, and part of that community comes our family, of course. So I want to hear a little bit about, uh, you know, maybe your family and the, the, you know, maybe do you like to travel? What, what, what's, uh, you know, at the heart of what you like to do personally? Well, that's interesting because a lot of my personal, I am certainly um, a little bit, um, my work ethic is really high. And so being able to uh, serve as community outreach director for the city of Lansing under Mayor Shore, being able to serve that role when we were in the state uh, legislature, Michigan House of Representatives, then Representative Andy Shore. So it has just been my pleasure to in race Lansing community as part of my family. That's great. So, um, and I know everybody's getting used to my new married name. So I got married during the COVID year. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, after all of these years, it's been uh, Marilyn Plummer for years. Um, I was a single parent for over 20 years. And uh, I do have a, one son. And I have some wonderful grandchildren. And so um, we are a very tight-knit family. And uh, we do believe in the connectivity of family, of love, of guidance, and um, um, you know, just trying to set that foundation and groundwork for our young people to, to grow and become mature and responsible mm-hmm. uh, adults so that they in turn can make a contribution to our community. That is really good that, you know, setting that example, you know, with you and with your family and you are showing people and redefining things um, to show like, hey, you, you identify as a single mother. And you're showing people like, uh, what? That that is not my no. marital status does not is not tied to my success because I would have never known. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I know you personally, right? Of course, mm-hmm. But just seeing you from another side, I mean, you couldn't tell me that, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so I just see you moving and grooving, right? <laughs> I met you or was reacquainted with you when you were working for Representative Shore at the time, mm-hmm. and then um, you know just just shot off from there, and then we just you know started working together on some some smaller projects, and and then I just started to watch you. I said. Uh, Marilyn's not loud, but she sure does make some noise. <laughs> I thank you. That is my way. That is my style to uh, help to be the supportive arm of whatever the project is. And so, um, 
being able to work with uh, folks in local government and state government has really uh, taught me a lot to uh, watch and listen and learn. And then certainly uh, put your plan in motion and advocate and work towards that plan. Yes. And I thank you. And I also want to thank someone that made this happen. You know, I want to give credit where credit is due. And I want to thank my father. I want to thank my mother, Jay Price and Carolyn Carter, for having the vision, right? They had the vision for me to do this years ago, even at the times where I didn't <laughs> want it. I didn't want it, uh-huh. right? Right. But it was destined for me to do it, right? And so God put people in my path to help me reach this point that I am now. So I stand before you on this community platform celebrating 36 years of the Chronicle newspaper. Yay. Right? And since its inception, we have grown to include social media, web presence. We also have a, a radio show now, which is my dad's dream. You know, he mm-hmm. made sure before he left this earth, his daughter was going to do a radio show. <laughs> and that was his objective. <laughs> Oh, well and I done. guess, I guess you know, I understood the assignment finally, right? Mm-hmm. He says, "Okay, she finally gets it. <laughs> I can rest now." So it, it, it took all me right, a minute, right. you know. What and a- so I, I just wanted to say thanks again to to my parents. And again, thirty six years—that's a, a huge accomplishment. And to to just have that from a, a little newspaper to. You know, something to uplift black people. Now it is a reflection of the community that we serve, right? Right. And we're doing a lot and we have support. And I thank them for building this for me. You know, like I really see the value and I've learned so much in reflection. And I see everything they've built and set up. So, again, I want to thank my parents. I want to thank the community for the support and helping me get to the point where I can be productive and give back to myself, give back to others and, and, and use my gift to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm comfortable with that now. So with that being said, I want to again, I want to thank my guest and sponsor. Marilyn Rogers, uh, formerly Plumber, <laughs> for doing all she's done and, and coming in here and sponsoring this show for yet another week to to um, come forward and touch people, to connect them with resources. I'd like to thank the airtime and uh, getting the airtime from Stax 92.1, allowing us to use this as a platform for the community. I am your host, Giannis Jackson, and I am your host of the Sunday Chronicle, which is heard every Sunday at 7 a.m. on Stax 92.1. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. Make it a great day.